Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk NBL. I haven't watched a lot of it, sadly, because there's been so much going on. There's been the Rugby League World Cup, the Football World Cup. There's This has been a ton of sport. But now we've got a bit of clear air sats and we can watch a little bit of the, the NBL now. Liam Santa Maria joining us. He's the NBL analysis from uh, ESPN. How are you, Liam? Been a long time. I'm, I'm good, thanks, fellas. Uh, yeah, no, good to be with you. And uh, it's a perfect time for a bit of clear air because the NBL season's uh, heating up over the Christmas New Year period. Yeah, it is. And before we get into the NBL, a little birdie said to ask you about some upcoming junket that you've got in January? What, what's oh. what's that entail? <laughs> oh, we all love a bit of a junket, don't we, fellas? Um, yeah, taking a bit of a trip. I'm, I've taken on a bit of a new role uh, in the in recent times, uh, working with Jeremy Lowlegger, the commissioner of the NBL, on our uh, our Next Stars program in the NBL. You know, the program that, that, that brought Lobello Ball to the yep. NBL. Uh, Josh Giddy came through the Next Stars program. Those guys doing such great things in the NBA right now. And I'm helping out with the with the sort of recruitment uh, and sort of scouting process. So heading to Paris oh. and Munich in the new year, and uh, and then circling back via the via the the AIS in Canberra, uh, scouting scouting the talent coming through. So look, if somebody had to do it, I was happy to put my hand up. Do you reckon you could while you're doing your scouting trip? Round twelve of the NBL kicks off tonight with the Bullets and the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Do you think you could find a coach for the Bullets? <laughs> Gee, that's a good question. Um, they, they've, I would tell you one thing that they haven't had any trouble with is circling through coaches. They're, they're oh. into their third one of the season so far. And uh, there's talk of still bringing in another one, perhaps even before the season's out. So that would be four in one season, which would be really unheard of. It's been a... Um, yeah, it's been a tumultuous, a volatile season for Brisbane and it shows with their win-loss record as they're toiling down the bottom of the ladder. Liam, did they... I know Sam McKinnon was keen to coach. Did, mm-hmm. is, I've heard reports that the Bullets low-board him. Is, is, is that what you're hearing? Because to me, and again, I don't know a lot, but he'd seem like a pretty good solution for their coaching ranks, wouldn't he? Well, Sam McKinnon was the GM of basketball. So he, he was in the role there um, recruiting the, the roster and putting in place the head coach and the like. Now, they, they moved James Duncan on and they, there wasn't confidence in the assistant coaches to step into that role. So they, um, they turned to Sam McKinnon and said, would you, would you step in as the interim head coach? And, and he said, yes, he has some coaching aspirations. He's got a little bit of experience at the NBL one level. We know he's a champion of Australian basketball. Mm. Uh, so he stepped in. They, they didn't necessarily start piling on the wins, but there, there was a sense that they were playing a little better. Now, my understanding of how it played out, the Bullets, the ownership group, the CEO, they presented Sam McKinnon with a contract to say, here you go, you can, have, you can be the head coach for the rest of the season. So here's a contract until the end of that, the season in that regard. But, but you'd have to relinquish your role as GM of basketball. 
Now that's his full goal, yeah. full time, ongoing position. So Why would you do that? That would have been as much as you wouldn't. As much as you might have coaching aspirations, you just, it wouldn't be a good life, a smart life decision. So he said, "I'll slide back into my ongoing role, and you can put somebody else in the job." Now, Liam, um, I'm. I'm it's a, I'm a little bit annoyed that this game didn't get uh, a, a lot more uh, excitement around the, the game itself than the result as well. Um, the game on the weekend I watched on Sunday was the Sydney Kings up against uh, South, South East Melbourne Phoenix. It was, I was just saying at the top of the show, Liam, it was one of the best NBL games that went into overtime that I've seen in probably over the last 10 or 15 years. It was an outstanding game, wasn't it? Mm. It was a ripper. Yeah, I mean, look, there, it wasn't... It wasn't perfect as far as aesthetics are concerned because there was a lot of free throws, a lot of fouls, uh, nearly 80 free throws shot. But just in terms of how hard it was, it was as a contest and how back and forth it was, those two really good teams trading big play after big play. And, yeah, went into double overtime. Um, Mitch Creek had 46 points. Derek Walton Jr. had 45 points. They were going mano a mano there for a stretch of time. And, um, you know, it really was a coin toss at the end of the day. And for a game that the, the, the southeast Melbourne Phoenix took out to the regional area of, of Gippsland here in Victoria, man, they treated those fans out there to an absolute treat. Yeah, it was outstanding. What is outstanding also is history being made on Christmas night. First time in Australian professional sport. With what the, do you think of that, Sats? Kings taking on Melbourne United. I think it's outstanding, but as a true basketball man, you must be excited about this. I am really excited. Um, yeah, as you said, it just, it just hasn't hasn't taken place in Australian sport before. So, um, yeah, a lot of people, basketball fans are excited about it, but a lot of people right around the sporting industry, um, people involved in a decision-making level in leagues and clubs, but also the fans are just fascinated to see how it plays out, what, what, what kind of ratings it gets on TV in particular. I mean, I'm not expecting an enormous crowd at Kudos Bank Arena because, you know, people have things to do on Christmas Day, but it should be fairly healthy. And I think there's a chance the ratings might be, might be yeah. sky high. Channel 10 have moved the game onto their, their main station. And, um, you know, when the Christmas put is settling in and the belt gets undone, a couple of buckles... It, might be time to settle back and, and watch a little NBL basketball. Yeah, I reckon, I think you're right there, Liam. I think it'll be a really good television event. I'm not sure whether they'll sell it out because imagine saying that to the missus, great, listen, can you just do the dishes? I'm going to the basketball tonight. I mean, <laughs> we could surprise. There could be a lot of families there. There could absolutely be a lot of families there. Hey, how about um, the, the the growth of NBL? And I, I, still, I still say last year, Putting that tremendous final series on KO Freebies was one of the best decisions mm. I've seen from a sporting organisation, particularly when you had that, that Cinderella story of uh, the, the, the Tassie Jack Jumpers. But the growth mm -hmm. this year just continues to happen for the NBL. It does, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's really exciting because this was the kind of trajectory the league was on um, prior to when COVID hit. You know, back to you think about like that 2019 20 mm. season, LaMelo Ball was in the league, uh, setting records for people in the stands and, and ongoing improvement in terms of the, the eyeballs on TV. And, you know, COVID was rough for sporting leagues uh, around the world. And um, it's all been a bit of a, a wait and see. How, how do you get through it? How do you come out of it? And it's been a roaring success story for the NBL. 
this season on the other side of all of that. Um, the, 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 the fans are back packing out the arenas, um, you know, the eyeballs on TV, on Channel 10, 10 Peach, ESPN, KO um, are, are really high. And just the engagement in terms of on social media and in the, 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 the press media coverage and the like has been um, uh, trending upwards in a big way. So, yeah, it's really exciting. And um, I think Christmas Day is going to be, you know, another big step forward in that regard. Righty up. Our eyes are back on the uh, the NBL for us anyway in this studio. Which players should we keep an eye out? Who's who's really shone through so far? Well, geez, those who were watching that that ripping game on on last Sunday afternoon that we were talking about would have seen two of them. Mitch Creek for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. He, he's back in action tonight against Brisbane. He's playing unbelievable right now. Forty six points, ten rebounds. Um, he's he's carrying that squad who who have some big injuries. Derek Walton Jr. and Xavier Cooks, two superstars for the Sydney Kings. They're guys to keep an eye on on Christmas Day. Um, and we're excited to see the New Zealand Breakers back in action. They've had a couple of weeks off because they had some COVID and and the, the the rules in New Zealand have kept them off the court. So they're, they're a great story too. You talk about that Cinderella story from Tassie last season. It's been a rough couple of years for the Breakers and um, they're having a terrific season. They're actually sitting on top of the ladder right now. So if you get a chance to watch a Breakers game on TV, settle in and, and, and take that in because they're playing at a really high level right now. Rightio, Liam, Santa Maria, we better let you go. You better go and pack uh, for your junket. Oh, <laughs> Paris and Munich. Cheers, Cheers so- fellas. Warm clothes. Warm clothes. Uh, and he'll be up the pointy end too, won't he? He yeah. won't be in economy. Mm. He'll be sitting in business class. And Cam himself. Luke. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice. What a junket! Oh, Cam, nice. Cam Luke, he'll be in business. He'll be in first. He won't go. He's not getting a start, isn't he? No. Uh, he leave it, leaving Cam Luke at home. He's he got must some be. F- he, back he must be filthy. Liam, thanks for joining us tonight, mate. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Have a good night. There you go. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and don't forget you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, six pm or five pm Queensland time.